knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is my favorite podcast on the internet. This is episode 43.9. See what I did there? It's funny. No, just kidding. This is episode 44. Uh, I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother, Jason. Hello. And with us right now, I'm very excited to announce a very special guest, my girlfriend, the lovely and beautiful Tara. Hello, Tara. Hello. <laughs> Tara's going to be joining us later with another special guest that I'm not going to tell you who it is. Two? You just have to wait till after the ad break and uh, you'll find out. So we're doing the show a little different today because after the ad break, me, Tara, Jason, and this other guest are going to sit down and discuss kind of a retrospective of Kingdom Hearts. And so we're Kingdom gonna, Hearts 1. Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm sorry. Kingdom Hearts 1. Yes, yeah, not the whole series. Just Kingdom Hearts 1. Yes. And uh, we actually already had that conversation. Yes. So I'm lying to you right now <laughs> when I say I don't know how it's going to go. It went great. It did. It went great. We, went, we did that part first, and now we're now doing, doing now the we're first doing, part first. Right. Second, so I mean, we had normally, to time travel. Normally, the question of the week is on the second half of the show. We're bringing it, we're bringing it forward for this half of the show. Oh, it's, yeah. It's coming. But before we get to that, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. Square Enix, has a, they have a press site, right, where they put up different... Uh, press packets for press to have. Um, a lot of times they different art so they can use them in their articles or videos. They posted a Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC logo of high quality recently, mm. which means news on Remind is probably coming pretty quick here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if before this podcast goes live, we hear something. And then you'll get like, you guys will just have so much content for no reason. Right, right. Except for Kingdom Hearts. It's a good reason. Right. It's a very good reason. So be on the lookout for that. Remind, I think, is coming soon. I don't think it's coming for the end of the year. I think that'd be pretty quick to be in December. But January, I think, I think could happen. And then we're going to... It's just like last January. I'm going to take a bunch of time off work, and we're going to play through Remind. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was a good-ass time. Yeah. Tara, we have to beat all these games before Remind comes out. Um. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's it's add-on story content for three. Like so, you'd have to play through the whole thing. You'd want to you'd, you'd want to you want to have beaten three, I believe, before you do this. And like, well, dang, I don't have much that much time on my game. hands. I'd have to take off like the whole month. Well, I'm planning on winning the lottery in the next couple days. Perfect. So then we can just quit our jobs. That sounds good to me. Mm. Imagine how many podcasts we could put out a week if we didn't have jobs. Holy shit! It's almost tiring. We, to we think could about. just we could just have like a live stream going at pretty much all twenty four seven. They just hear everything. I don't know if they want to hear everything. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We might actually, have to have like a really long buffer. So actually, can... it was my theory that Blue Kingdom has a listening device in our Ansem yeah. uh, bus that he made for yeah. us. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah. Because one time we were talking about something, and then he was like... His eyes. And the Discord was... was and then that? suddenly in the Discord, he was like, hey... And you were like, Oh, Wait we were minute. talking about playing Dead Space for the first time. Oh, yeah. Blue, you bastard. <laughs> Jason's Sorry. talking to the Ansem bus right now. We were talking about playing Dead Space. I was like, it'd be cool to check out the Dead Space games. I heard they're good. And then, like, a week later, he was like, who wants them to play Dead Space? And, you were and like, it turns Wait. out it's just a game he really likes. Right. Like, it's one of his favorite game series. But it's I was funny, like, there's though. a listening device in it. 
Jason Wait, is taking bugged. apart the bus teammate. No, he's not. Just kidding. It's funny because I've been rewatching. Head off. Oh my god, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, and there's a lot of like bug devices in that show as a mm. whole. Like, and them being afraid of bug devices, so it's funny that mm. it's full that, circle with that. Yeah, right now, now we're afraid of them. Yeah, exactly. It's actually time. It's actually time for the question of the week. You do that every time. Yes. Yeah, literally. Oh Absolutely. my god. Anyway, sometimes it's even more grandiose. Question of the week. Wow. How was that? Did you like that? <laughs> that? That was pretty good. Wait, am I gonna be spoiled by this question of hey. the week? No, I don't think no. so. No. The question of the week is, hey. We all like music. We like Kingdom Hearts music. Mm-hmm. Is there music that's not Kingdom Hearts music that makes you think of Kingdom Hearts? Oh, yes. Or gets you that same feel. Or gets you that same feels. It gets you in the feels. Okay, okay. So, think of your answer, you two, while we're talking. This this is actually going to be a pretty large amount, I think, because it's been two weeks, because we didn't have a full episode last week. Right. Love Corinne Mari says... Sadness and sorrow from Naruto. Jason, don't hate me. LOL. Weeb is a a song that, regardless of whether you've seen or like slash dislike the show, it holds so much emotion. Emotion. It's beautifully done and really captures the passion behind sadness. Mm. Uh, Tyler Tyrams adds, "That's a good answer." Someone take his word for it because I haven't heard it before. That's the thing about this question of the week. Is I haven't had time to go through and listen to Mm. some of the stuff. So if I've never heard it before, I'm going to. I just haven't yet. Should I pull it up? Well, it's not. that's not good. Yeah, it's not good quality. Because then I have to go through and edit in all the songs, and that's, that's going to be a lot of work for me if I do that. Pandaven says, I may add more to this later. This artist has relations to KH because her title songs. I just feel mostly every Utada Hikaru song reminds me or makes me think of KH. Mm. It just fits the feel of the game and story, the many use of piano, and sometimes epic rock sounds. Oh... Uh, Utada is amazing. Uh, I love Simple and Clean. I love Hikari, which is the Japanese version. Yeah. I love Sanctuary. I love Passion. Yeah. Which is the Japanese version. I love Face My Fears. I love Don't Think Twice. Mm-hmm. What? Is there is there a Japanese version? They're the same title. Mm. They're... Yeah, they're all they're all called they're called the same song, which is weird. That's the first time that's happened, right? Um, and I think having like Japanese music is more like acceptable in America these days because people are a lot more weeby than they used to be. True. So I think that's probably why there's not two versions. It's just like, hey, you know, well then Skrillex "Face My Fears" is weird because remember in Sanctuary it has the backwards vocal. That is an English. <laughs> That that's is an, English. That's backwards. an English line backwards, and the same thing kind of happens in uh, "Face My Fears," because during the chorus she's still "Let me face it, let me face it, let me face my fears," but the rest of it's in Japanese. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting because mm-hmm. Skrillex is there remixing it, you know, and he's like, "I can't remix Japanese. Really? I can't remix Japanese. I'm Skrillex. True. I'm that white. I'm American. True. But I love Kingdom Hearts." Shout out to Skrillex. He loves Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I can read the next one if you want me to. Oh, yeah. You want to read one from yeah. uh Because I feel like Sugar I don't maybe? have a lot to contribute. Fine. To, yeah. To you like, have a very uh, very good speaking voice. I so. just don't have a lot of things that I can compare Cage music to yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get, let's get you right in front of this okay. boy. Okay. I'll come right up close. There we go. 
All right. So this is from Nomuro Sugar Baby Strawberry Mango, right? Great name. Mm. Um, LOL, don't judge me, but the K-pop boy group Atiz. They, uh, I don't know anything about them. No, I don't know either. Um, they honestly just remind me of Disney in general, and they have a piratey theme with a call to adventure vibe to it. Wait, piratey? Piratey. Like <laughs> they're shit like about pirates. K-pop pirates? <laughs> yeah. I Sounds like your kind of thing, man. <laughs> I just really love them and their music, and they give me the same feeling that KH series does, including a lot of thirst wink face. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Give me that thirst. Yeah, what's hotter than one K-pop artist? Five. Right. What's hotter than five K-pop artists? Five K-pop pirate artists. Oh, shit. Grr. I bet they all have different colored hair. I bet you they do. I bet they all just look like different versions of Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a Will Turner thrown in there. Yeah, maybe. A bootstrap bill, if I you will. Want, uh, bootstrap if you're nasty. Uh, yeah, I want, I'm going to be dead ass with you. <laughs> I want Barbosa. That's <laughs> that's our new favorite thing is having what people say fuck? dead ass that shouldn't be saying dead ass. Oh my so god! It started as a. Are you being dead ass, mate? Guard, <laughs> Jack. I'm being dead ass with you. <laughs> dead arse. I'm dead arse, Jack. <laughs> I'm flying. I can't even breathe anymore. Yeah, it started with like, uh, cause like. Hulk Hogan used to wear these sunglasses that kind of look like almost like clout goggles, yeah, right? Those ones, yeah. And then they and then they put like the uh, what is it? It's like the is, is it New York or whatever that one symbol? It's like the black hat that all the fuck boys wear. Oh, maybe. And then they they put like Tim's on him and they changed the uh, the uh, yellow and red to black and white. Oh my god! And so he's like. I'm gonna be dead ass with you, brother. Like, oh that, yeah, that's where it started, and then it's just become this <laughs> this ongoing. We were thing. up at five in the morning the other night, belly laughing, like about falling over, laughing. Actually, <laughs> he was falling the... onto the floor, so, and I fell onto so my bed. <laughs> there's this character in wrestling in the '90s. His name's Kane, and his story is that he's dead, but he got burned in a fire, okay. and he's the Undertaker's brother. Oh yeah, and because he got burned in a fire, he would never speak. But when they started making him speak, he had one of those things. No. And it was fake. He no. really, So, like, he would be, like, I remember the big time he did it was, like, he joined DX, and DX's thing was, I got two words for you. Suck it. Right? And so, Kane's got two words for you. And he was like, suck it. No. Right? Well, no, that's not what happened. I just recently watched it. Oh. So, he goes to do it, and he goes, and then... Uh, oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. They pretend he, he, he talked without the voice modulator. He yeah. talked. With he's it. like, you don't need. That. He's like, suck it. You're right. That's what it was. But anyway, I, either way, you were doing. Either it way, with we that were voice. laughing. I was like, let me be that ass with you. <laughs> we, we were start laughing, and then I don't know why he was talking about Ronald Reagan. No he goes, shit. He goes, let me be that ass, and I said, that's not Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Richard Nixon. It was too early for you to know it. It was too late, I should say, then, for you to know it. And then I anymore. took it into. Uh, I am not Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Let me be dead ass with you. I'm not Ronald Reagan. And be, I'm gonna be dead ass. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And so it just became this like crazy Jesus. nonsense of us doing wrestlers and presidents, presidents saying dead ass <laughs> situations. Good they would Lord. say dead ass. Okay, boys, let's reel it back into I the question of the week. I not do 9-11. <laughs> I'm being dead ass when I say that jet fuel does not melt steel beams. 
Tara's trying to ring us, I'm back, ring us back, back in. She can't. I'm going to be dead ass with her. She can't. <laughs> all right. All right. Who's, who's next? I'm going to be dead ass. Oh, Kingdom you, you Hearts is light. It? Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you want to read the next one or do you sure, want me to? Sure. I can read it. It's quite long and I might pronounce everything wrong, That's but okay. it's okay. It's from Tyler Tylerims. Sounds right to me. Perfect. Um, Sounds dead ass. <laughs> Music that hits me the same way that cage music hits me. For a general answer, I'd have to go with my answer as last, my same answer as last week. Persona, all of pers- Persona. Sorry, all of Persona music just slaps. I would have Agreed. to agree. Slap. Agreed. They cover a good range of emotions in different situations, and each game has its own feel in the soundtrack. Songs like Layer Cake, Beneath the Mask, Pursuing My True Self, Time to Make History. A word I cannot say. I, I believe it's calistegia. Okay. Last surprise. Heartbeat, heartbreak, and... <laughs> I thought it was like a bad word, like a, like a <laughs> hateful word. No, it's, it's just a I word. I cannot say that. I'm going to be dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And is it Tramuri? That sounds right. I'll hit you with a different tone. And one of the main names behind Persona Music, Lotus Juice, got to make the main exploration theme... Conditioned to hate for Final Fantasy 15's episode Arden, which would be cage related if Square had the balls to put my boys in the game. Oh, he's being dead ass right now. (laughs) And then you had different, you add different remixes from the rhythm games and you have a plethora if choice. Of choice. Of choice. And then there's a YouTube link to Heartbeat Heartbreak. When he first put Heartbeat, I got excited because I thought it was um, Childish Game Beat. I know. Heartbeat. I knew you were going to say and that, too. I was like, too. gonna make breakfast. For going to make <laughs> breakfast. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> um, for a more specific song, I'll turn to the Japanese series of... K- is it Kamen Rider? I have no know? idea. They Never heard of that in my life. In Kamen Rider W, 2009... There's a song sung by the protagonist's deceased boss who dies in moment one of the show. It's what? called Nobody's Perfect by Koji Kikawa. That sounds right. Not to be confused by with Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana's song of the yeah. same name. I like that. It's mostly in Japanese with some English here and there, but the song really hits me with some feelings. But if you read the lyrics, it's about accepting the wrong you've done and using it to protect others. It gives me a Riku vibe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Persona... Music. Dancing in the Starlight. Whew. Oh, the the rhythm game. Yeah, that you hated. Game. Best game. Jason hated that game. I love that game. Um, I just I couldn't stop cringing, dude. It's pretty. Cr- I mean, it's Japanese anime. Dude. Right. It's cringy, but like, it, like imagine like being in like your maximum cringe moment, but for like thirty minutes. That's exhausting. I don't think it was that bad. I, I'm thinking exhausting. of my maximum cringe moment, and it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, that music is incredible. In Persona, I guess I've never played four or three, but five. specifically Persona Five, and the mm-hmm. music is just mm. <clears throat> one of my favorite soundtracks of the last five years. Just incredible. We listen um, to it a lot. I feel we like. do. We, I fall asleep to it quite a bit. My boy, Family Jewels Seven X. Oh yeah, has some great covers of those songs, along with my boy Richardi B. Oh yeah, he's got some good covers too. So check those guys out if you want some good metal covers. Actually, Jules does the Beneath the Mask. He does like mm-hmm. a very, very not metal version. The only thing that's metal about it, the drums are a little like, you know, like, yeah. But it's very, it's just very like, you know what song I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Thank you. 
so good. Persona. I haven't seen the specific uh, uh, anime that uh, we're talking about here, but um, or the series uh, that he's talking about. But um, I do like the Hannah Montana song. Nobody's, I do. nobody's like perfect, but I'm gonna work it. I get it right. <laughs> All right. Okay. T, do you want me to read this next one? I mean, it's up to you. This is your podcast. If you want to host, you can host. Okay, I can host. Okay. I don't have a clue who it's this from. This is uh, this is uh, uh, it's Holly- just a line. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's underscore. Just a, it's underscore, just underscore. 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 <laughs> That's one of my favorite things in Twitch. Is like. There's the donations you can do, and there's the text-to-speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they'll say underscore, right? And, like, one of the biggest memes of Twitch is, like, donating L underscore. So, like, you put, like, a question mark. And so the text-to-speech just keeps going L underscore, L underscore, oh my God. L underscore. And then, so, and then the chat just, like, spams it. Good meme. Good meme. Underscore. Underscore. Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. So, so going modern for this one, Geronimo by Shepard always hits me as a Kingdom Hearts song. Everything from the upbeat tempo to the heavy bass drum just seems to encapsulate embarking on an exciting adventure. The lyrics reflect a lot of the themes present in the series. Taking a leap of faith to see what's waiting out there for you, finding friends and jumping to the unknown after them, lost redemption. All the hits, all the classics. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, when I listen to it at the gym, it's hard not to envision charging through Holabastion with a keyblade in your hand. Hell yeah. And then, is it Itabag Wielding Chirithi? Itabag Wielding Chirithi, yep. This song is such a bop. Great choice. Hmm. Hmm. I've never heard this song. I've never you, heard this song Are you familiar with this song by Shepard? I don't think so. Shepard. Okay, so I listened to the song. I get why she says that. But what I'm more impressed by is the FMV. This might be too ambitious, Jason, but I want to have an FMV contest. An FMV contest? I want people to put their favorite songs to Kingdom Hearts scenes, edited, and I want to have a contest. I don't mm. know what they'll win yet. If, But I don't want to do it if no one wants to do it, right? So Maybe we'll make a poll. So everybody let me know in the Discord. If you mm. would participate in an FMV, we'd give you a lot of time to do it. It wouldn't be like next week. but And I will put my own entry into the contest. I want to enter. Oh, yeah? I got some Linkin Park tunes mm. that are ready for some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm like just that. kidding. It would not be Linkin Park. Um, you guys will judge it. Oh, I'm not allowed oh. to enter. Oh, you want to enter too? Shit, I gotta judge it. T will judge it. There we go. So if you guys would be interested in that contest, let me know in the Discord because I I really want to do that. Mm. And if we win, if Jason and I win, you guys have to join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta you gotta All give of us you. you gotta give us five dollars. All of you. No, just kidding. There's no Patreon. Thank you, Hallelujah, for that uh, that 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 answer to the question of the week. Tara, uh, looks like uh, Skills for Hannah's up next. So around the time I decided to return to Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. Oh yes. After a 
nine months short break <laughs> because of Vexen. I made a small playlist of 80s music. Tainted Love, Sunglasses at Night. Ooh, good one. Sweet mm. Dreams Are Made of This and What is Love, to name a few. And it was my go-to gaming playlist until I beat KH3. It was only nine songs, but I kept repeating them over and over and pausing them during cutscenes. I can't tell you how many times I died listening to Cindy Lauper, and I can't listen to Careless Whisper without thinking about young Xehanort. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Uh, unrelated to that playlist, I also can't hear Old Town Road without thinking about Vanitas. Oh, so uh, oh, do with this information what you will. <laughs> Edit, I forgot about Nobody by Mitski, but that also makes me think about KH. I would have to agree with that. I, I like I like the thought of seeing young Xehanort and hearing, I'm never going to dance again. Because guilty feet have got no rhythm. <laughs> oh my God. That makes me laugh. Yeah, 80s music does for whatever reason has like a nice kingdom hearts vibe to it i don't know why i can't place it mm -hmm. yeah but I, I like that answer i like the answer i do not like the old town road answer though i that no. i could do without that yeah you guys know that mitski song though no, no. i saw her before i saw her before uh like lord. walking on the street oh yeah oh, Just oh she opened for lord yes okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, I saw her before, and I was like, no. uh, where? I'd have to agree with the fact that actually I know that one song, and that does remind me of Cage a little bit too. Really? Yes. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's a bag wielding charity. Are we just skipping this? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Okay. I don't want to take my unverse to the old town road, Tyler. Tyler, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a part of that. Well, now the song's stuck in my head. I know that's what the worst part about I'm that song. Don't dare you! Don't you dare road. put that on our podcast. I'm gonna. No, stop! 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 I didn't. I didn't. I was done. Judo chop him now. I did. I did already. But like Austin Power style, where they just collapse. Yeah, hers was not did not have the Austin power. <laughs> yeah, but his isn't very strong that was either. Too he far kinda away just says from it. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Baglin Cherithy. Moving on. I can't really say I'm into music per se because I listen to the certain songs again and again and then forget about them. A lot of the songs that I listen to now, like Daddy Issues from the Neighborhood and Ultraviolence from Lana Del Rey, doesn't really match up well with match up that well with K H XD. XD. <laughs> I'm sure there are songs that remind me of Cage, but I can't remember them. But the closest one thing that comes to mind is Samurai Champloo. Samurai Jack. albums, which are instrumental hip hop mainly. Going mm. to one track to another is a whirlwind of emotions, and I really enjoy them to pieces. Okay. I like it. Okay. Moving up. Moving on. All right, this is from the music box of the night. Like Shout that. out to the box, the I music like, box of the night. I like that. Mm. This is a long one, so gear up. <laughs> I'm holding on to my seat. I'm strapped in. I don't know if this and counts on. as cheating since my answer is going to include Disney stuff, but as some people in the server already know, I'm a Broadway slash West End fanatic. Heck yeah. And I really love musical theater, which I do as well. Yes, I do. I definitely think that everything is better as musical, and I hate when people say, Ew, musicals, I hate them. Ew, Only musicals, I hate them. Stop! <laughs> Only after watching a few bad ones, a.k.a. all of those with pop songs that weren't written specifically for the movie slash show and were simply forced in it because they're popular despite not serving or advancing the plot in any tangible way. Disney itself owes its renaissance to the 
implementation of the structure of classic musicals in their most popular movies, a trend that started with The Little Mermaid. Even Kingdom Hearts itself uses music in a very Broadway way, with its recurring arias coming back during specific moments of reflection or triumph for the protagonists. Where the where will there ever be a cage game that doesn't end with Hikari? Hikari. Yes. Hikari playing in the background no because there's no musical slash disney movie that doesn't end with a reprise of the main theme les miserables brings back and extends do you hear the people sing wicked loops back to the opening scene and song no one mourns the wicked while phantom of the opera ends on music of the night and these are only three popular examples so true so Mm. true some of my fave shows, besides the really popular ones everybody likes, are Jekyll and Hyde, The Scarlet Pimpernel, and mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. But my f- absolute fave has always been and will always be Cats. Cats. I wonder how the box <laughs> feels about the Cats movie. I don't know how I feel about the Cats movie. It's a little strange. I, don't, I think it's a little strange, too. I mean, Cats already is kind of strange. I but know, but it like the movie makes it feel right, more strange right. to me. Well, that was a very technical answer. I yeah. really enjoyed that yeah. answer. Yeah. I feel like you and the box would get along pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, You guys too. have a lot of... You both worked at Disney? Oh, yeah. You guys have a lot of the same, you know... They're yeah. the same person. <gasps> Tara's the box? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Just kidding. It's so true with Shout all three box. of those... The, all three of those musicals, though. They all, they always like to come back to full circle with this, the same song. And that's kind of what we were talking. Mm. Never mind. What? <laughs> Never. What mind. we talk about later? You know, what we talk about later. <laughs> we just know we're going to talk about it later. Yes, we do know we're going to talk <laughs> about later. <laughs> All right, Wildcat Diana um, says, "Gotta say, I'm very into Kingdom Hearts fan songs and covers. My favorite one right now is the Hold On to You by Nate Wants to Battle. I think it's a good rock theme for Axel. As for a singer, that would be my first choice to replace Utada Hikaru." knock on wood i would have to go with amber most people know her from the fate series okay um mm. i uh, have you ever listened to nate wants to battle no. i have he's yeah he's he's a, he's a youtuber man and he does good mm. music hmm. yeah i'm not as big into him i, I want to i want to yeah, know him by name ones, yeah. maybe i maybe i have you like, might mm-hmm. you might i think he does other stuff too i don't think he just does music mm. what is this God, it's gonna keep playing. Stop! You can't <laughs> stop it. And there are a lot of comments about Nate wants to battle. Uh, Sean says I'm gonna go with this. Heard it years ago to this vid, and it does fit for me. And so there's a video which plays a song. Shit, I just read the name and I don't remember of it, but it's a very nice, beautiful song, and it's an FMV to Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. Um, a lot of people talk about Nate wants mm-hmm. to battle. And then. The- Tugger nuts. Tugger nuts. <laughs> this to Tugger me just nuts. sounds like a song that I would hear in cage instantly makes make me smile. P.S. I n- 
I'm new here. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Tuggernauts. Welcome. It's Rescue Me featuring A Day to Remember by Marshmallow. I haven't heard the song. Oh, you haven't? I I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I know that one. Oh. We suck, I guess. I'm sorry you guys aren't big Marshmallow slash Day to Remember fans. <laughs> I do like Day to Remember, though. I know. I, d- I do, too. Especially old school. You don't like marshmallows? Chubby bunny marshmallows? <laughs> yeah. he, mar- marshmallows were the first uh, food to be roasted on campfire in Fortnite. Did you know that? I like that trivia, I guess. <laughs> Fortnite trivia. I'm here for it. No, <laughs> uh, The joke was that he did the Fortnite concert. Oh, it was like the first like live c- concert over the internet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you could go into Fortnite and watch mm-hmm. a marshmallow concert. It's pretty weird. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, like like you'd go into the game and there'd be like like uh, what was it? Like there was like a whole like part where it would change all the time, and it would be like fan creations, right? Well, they put like his like stage there or whatever. Yeah. What the? F- yeah, okay, pretty, pretty, pretty weird. weird. Stuff. Anyways, next one. Boondocks. So this band doesn't really directly relate to Kingdom Hearts, but it gives me some of the same feelings. Not so much in atmosphere or themes, but in the fact that it inspires the same level of zeal and enthusiasm I tend to show for KH. I'm talking about Tally Hall. They're an obscure rock band from Ann Arbor. Shout out to Michigan. Exactly. I was going to say that is close to us. Michigan. The most known thing about them is that their frontman, Rob Cantor, wrote actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf with that meme song from a few years back. Oh, my God. That's a banger. That's so good. Anyways. They only put out two albums directly, but they also have a ton have tons of side projects that round out their library. I would say that Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum is the closest thing in the world to a perfect album for me, and I highly recommend it to anyone. Highlights include Greener, Haiku, Two Love, and Ruler of Everything. Hawaii Part 2, a very experimental side project, is also fantastic. Dream Sweet in C Major is an amazing finale track that brings in elements from the whole album. Beautiful. Seriously, much like KH, I could talk for hours about these guys. I highly encourage anyone to check out anything made by any of the members. Well, you know what, Brundocks? You sold me. I know. I'm pretty sold on that. I'll just go watch the Shia LaBeouf video. (laughs) (laughs) The actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I did not know that was made by an an actual rock band. Well, no, it's just the, the singer. He, I know, he, I, I've but like seen I his, didn't know that it was like anything besides like so. I don't know. He has like a YouTube channel where he does like I know different it's, music it's based like weird, projects right. and experiments and stuff. Mm. It's still like a weird side project, but I didn't know it was actually like anyone that was t- connected to any other real yeah <laughs> music venture. Yeah, yeah, I think anybody's connected to like, like I have a band, but no one knows what because Kingdom Hearts is my more important si- project. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Sean 2.0. Mike's Union. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Seans. Shout out to the Seans and the members of Mike's Union. Okay. We like pretzels. <laughs> Soft ones. This is a really lame answer that took me days to come up with. I don't really have any music that makes me think of KH outside of KH music. KH music is very unique to me. I tend to choreograph scenes in my head while I'm listening to music. I listen to the Star Wars scores a lot, and Mm. sometimes I'll just replace the lightsabers in my head with keyblades. 
a new alliance specifically from the last jedi kylo ren and ray versus the is praetorian, it praetorian? Yeah. guard gets played a lot and i choreograph keyblade fights to it a, a lot it's just a good fight song hmm love it that new movie's coming out pretty quick. Yeah. I know. Wait, when the, is that? Uh, December. It's in like three, four weeks. Yeah, December something. Sometime before we turn to 2020. Yeah, it's, I think it's uh, December 20. December 20, 2019. Oh. Yeah. All right. Kyrie's bro. So when I first played Kingdom Hearts, I was nine. I found a copy of Deep Dive on LimeWire. It was labeled Kingdom Hearts Secret Movie. Someone had made an AMV using Daniel Bedingfield. I gotta get through this. My dumb kid self thought that was the theme for Deep Dive and never <laughs> realized my mistake to going back and playing Cage 1.5. But I always relate Daniel Bedingfield to Sora in Kingdom Hearts and fell in love with it over the See, years. See, this is the kind of shit I want in an AMV contest, dude. <laughs> contest. Like, uh, th- th- come on. That's good shit. That right. is good shit. I can't, on LimeWire, that's amazing to me. Yeah, it still existed when that came out. Yeah. That's that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was so long ago, that was, too. But. That was LimeWire Bear Share. Bear Share. That was like the prime time for that. After Napster got shut down, that's when those, the rise of those. Tyler says, as an additive to my question of the week answer, I'm a very lyrics-oriented guy. So any series that has such good music to me without lyrics would be Persona, KH, Pokemon, Guilty Gear, Bloodborne, stuff like that. Um, and I think... I think that's the, it for, like, all the it. answers. So, Jason, Tara, do you guys have answers to this question? I mean, mine's easy, because mine's my same answer as last week. <laughs> and it's Dynasty Warriors. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just... There's so many songs where the second that I hear the song, or, like, the theme, I'm back, like eight years in time at least (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i'm just like it just makes you relive those moments like when you first where we're like really into it um and i think kh does the same for a lot of people first time you hear like Kyrie's theme or anything like that it's gonna take you it's gonna take you back to the first time you heard it so yeah there's just so many different themes and songs especially from like like if I hear any Dynasty Warriors 4 songs and then, like, any of the, like, main themes that, like, haven't changed over the years. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't know if I have an answer. Just That's because okay. I feel like I couldn't research it beforehand because I didn't, I didn't keep up with the question of the week. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I can answer it. Okay, you answer So, first of all, because of the games having the same composer, a lot of Final Fantasy fifteen music... Really makes me think of Kingdom Hearts, especially the battle music. Mm. Like the battle music in 15 is so similar to KH music that when I remember when I first played uh, Episode Duskai, the demo for Final Fantasy 15, I thought, this is Kingdom Hearts music. Now, Yoko does a good enough job to differentiate the two. Yeah. But there's certain points where they cross over and you go, wow, that's Kingdom Hearts music. And uh, it's magical. St- it is. If we're still talking video games, Chrono Cross is another one that I will always. Stan. Because I stand Chrono Cross. Because it, it, it has the same nostalgia feeling for me when I hear the music. A lot of Final Fantasy does as well. Super Mario RPG is another one to mm. reference because that is one. also a Yoko Shimomura joint. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. That's like one of her first Forgot joints. about that. Yep. 
That would um, make sense. And it's on the Super Nintendo, so it doesn't have the clarity that the other music does, but it's right. still like you can still hear like it's, the Kingdom Hearts influence on it's it. It's still and, there, yeah. Or, I guess you can hear the Super Mario RPG influence on Kingdom Hearts. And what's interesting about that is she again was taking a property that didn't belong to it wasn't an original property, it's Mario. And she has to take it was probably a good like way for her to dip her feet into that kind of thing for what she did with Disney later, where she had to make mm. it sound like Mario. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's really interesting to think about. Uh, if we're talking not video game music, there's just a lot of songs that, like, I, when I was a kid, I saw a cringy AMV for, and that okay. makes me think of Kingdom Hearts. Like, um, well, there's the there's the uh, the D12 song that we always laugh about. Oh, oh my band. My band. <laughs> oh, God, my band. That I love makes that. Me think of, that makes me think of... Uh, <laughs> so cringy. Specifically, uh, Vanitas. Now, when um, <laughs> what's the name of the rapper, the big guy? Uh, Bizarre. Bizarre. When he, ra- I just think of Vanitas because that part is done so well in that video. <laughs> it really is. You know, Superman video. I was, I was in, in the, the back, back. <laughs> and Vanitas is just like hanging out in the background. Oh my god! It, uh, that I think of that. Um, a lot of Lincoln Park. There were a lot of Lincoln Park AMVs. Like, mm. uh, 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 what's the song? Numb. You know. Yeah. And, Makes uh, sense crawling and mm-hmm. you know the early lincoln park stuff was really the edgelord yeah, music yeah <laughs> and then uh i don't think this exists but i want it to i want a ohio is for lovers no. <laughs> i can't make it on my own Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell Hawthorne yeah. Heights Hawthorne forever. Heights. I'm going to get a Hawthorne Heights tat. I think. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Right here. Double <laughs> H. I'm going to break up with you. It's just going to oh, wow. It's just going to say Nikki FM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I have another answer. Okay. Um, And it's Golden Sun music. Ooh. Golden Sun. Very specifically... Isaac Battle theme. Yep, it's a good song. Straight banger. Never really played Golden Song, but you always talk about it, and I've heard that song a lot. It, it's good. It's it's good. It it was one of those things where like, especially like you know the battle music. Uh, when I when I first heard like Final Fantasy VIII, like like Force Your Way and all that stuff, I was like, dude, this is like the same type of like hype, mm-hmm. like uh, Golden Sun music. Because I remember. It was one of the only. It was like the only like RPG type of game that I pretty much owned. That was your gateway RPG. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Because it was on the Game Boy Advance, right. you know, and it was so good. I'm so shocked that there hasn't been like a just a remaster of that game. Honestly. Nintendo hates you. Like honestly. Shigeru Miyamoto called me and he said, "You know who I really hate? Your brother Jason." I said, "Miyamoto-san, why would oh, you say wow. that to me? That's pretty <laughs> fucked." And he, he was loves. Like, he loves all of your games, he's Miyamoto. Like, he's like, he loves all your games. <laughs> and he was like, I'm just going to make Animal Crossing. And he hung up the phone. <laughs> no. That's what he said, dude. It's pretty fucked. Nomira was there. Nomira's here in the corner now. tied up. That's a joke for later. But he <laughs> was he was there and he, he heard it. We were on speakerphone. Anyway, that was the question of the week this week. Jason, what's the question of the week next week? Yeah. I'm going to have to say... I like putting him on the spot like this. He doesn't know. <laughs> oh, he I never... He never knows. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he never knows. Every single time I've come up with one, it's like a homework. It's assignment. just a off the top of my head, yeah. and it's okay. You're locked. Wait, in a we have suggestions. With we have suggestions. Hold on. With Miyamoto, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and he tells you he's never going to make a golden sun. What you do? And you have one bullet. <laughs> and Hitler and you know, Osama bin Laden are in there with you. Jesus. You have one bullet. Who do you shoot? Actually, this suggestion comes from Hallelujah. Okay. And it fits in with this week's question of the week. Mm. So next week's question of the week. If you had to pick a song for the next Kingdom Hearts opening, mm. what song would you pick? You know what song I'm picking. I can't make it on my own. I can't make it on my own. Cause my heart is in Ohio. I don't know how Cage 3 ended, so I can't choose. Wait, you don't have to know how it ended. No, it's for the next Cage game. Right. Yeah, but you just you just picking a song. No, you don't know what I want it to go with other things. You don't that I know, know about what everything else. You don't know what the movie's gonna be at all. I mean, That's even true. even yeah. That's true. Even if, if you knew so. how it ended, you don't know what the movie's gonna be. So just go. Yeah. Hey, just pick a song that you think would fit and that no is like Ohio is for lovers. Yeah, I can't because that's the best song. No, I but that's can't. a question of the week next week. Mm. Thank you guys for joining us for the question of the week. We are now going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have our Kingdom Hearts 1 retrospect. This is going to be a long-ass episode of the podcast, everybody. So I hope you're... We're spoiling you guys. You got an extra episode this week with Blue Kingdom. Okay. You got what's going to be a two-hour podcast this week. The same week as you got that. Right. And then you're still getting one next week. We're not going anywhere. And we didn't even talk about Thanksgiving. Right. Also... Who knows when the Remind DLC is going right. to pop up. So this, unless it just somehow drops like the perfect time for us to talk about it when we record. Because like half the week, there's like... It's going to drop on like... the di- It's going to drop on like Thursday. Right. And then we're <laughs> going to have to record emergency podcast, emergency podcast button, hit it. Right. And then we're going to, you know... So you guys, you're spoiled fans. We spoil you. Just kidding. We love you. And we're excited that we are able to make so much content for you. Yeah. Tara's excited to be here. Yes. Our special guest <laughs> is coming up next. But before we get to that, I want you guys to tell me one thing you're thankful for. Mm. Because here in America, we celebrate that we stole the land from the Native Americans by eating turkey together and saying what we're thankful for. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I am thankful for... Uh, Tetsuya Nomura and the fact that he still makes Kingdom Hearts and he could just be going off making whatever he wants, but he still makes Kingdom Hearts. Right. That's what I'm thankful for. Mm. Just kidding. I'm thankful for all of the members of the Discord and all of our fans. We are so thankful for you guys. We wouldn't be doing this without you. I mean, we do it for our own enjoyment, but it's nice that there's someone there rooting us on and telling us and interacting and We've gotten to know so many good people just from mm-hmm. doing this, and that's right. I'm so very thankful for that, yeah. and uh, thankful for for all of you. So thank you, all of you, very talented people. Yes. Oh my gosh, the box has drawn us some thumbnails. Fire! Oh, straight they're so fire. good. I'm so excited to use them, dude. Yeah, and it's like between like like we just have so many like talented people that like like in our Discord that there's just like. There's stuff for everybody in the mm-hmm. Discord. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and speaking of that, we actually have another Audible ad this week from Hallelujah. Exactly. And Hallelujah has blessed us with something. I should really save this one for Christmas because it is such a treat and a gift. <laughs> we are going to hear from Alias and Dylan. <laughs> On the, which I haven't heard from them since Kingdom Hearts 2. And they weren't, well, Lexius 
chain of memories. Yeah. And there wasn't voice acting in in well there was. But we we didn't we very minuscule amount. We have never heard from their regular forms. So Ever. uh hope you enjoy the audible ad with Elise and Dylan. And when we come back, we have a special guest joining us with the Kingdom Hearts One retrospective. We'll see you in a minute. Who's actually been here the whole time, just listening to us. Yeah, the, this guest <laughs> has just been listening the whole time. We made him sit here and listen. I mean, her or him. It. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey guys, so here's the deal. Uh, we had a weird recording error when recording our guest, and luckily we lucked out because his voice was coming through our TV and it bled into the mics we were using to record. And so, therefore, I could save the audio, but it sounds very bad. I had to put a lot of gain on it and make sure that it you guys could understand what he was saying. There are a couple times where I was conscious of the TV bleed, and so I muted our mics while he was talking. And for those spots, I had to kind of fill in what he said so you guys would understand what was going on. I've fixed this problem for next time we have a guest that's coming through over a, uh Internet connection. So this won't happen in the future. I'm sorry that uh, this wasn't great audio but I hope you'll bear with it for this week because it is a very special guest and we are very excited to have him. Anyway, thank you guys for being awesome. And uh, next time we do a guest like this, the audio will be 10 times, if not more, better. So thank you for uh, being with us even when I screw crap up like this. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Ansem Report podcast. This is episode number 44. We're in the middle of it. So if you didn't know what episode it was... That's pretty weird that you're starting in the middle of our podcast. I'm Mike, and Jason is with me as always, and we have two very, very special guests to talk about Kingdom Hearts 1. First, we have my lovely girlfriend, Tara. Hi. <laughs> who just recently beat Kingdom Hearts 1 for the first time in her life. One yes. of us. One <laughs> of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> and then, as, <laughs> don't call it a comeback, ladies and gentlemen. He's been here for years. The master of masters has returned to the Ansem Report podcast. Addison, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm just doing fantastic today. Thanks for having me, guys. We are, we are excited to have you. I know there's a lot of people in the Discord that have been asking for you. You you made such an impact on the podcast in four episodes or however many you're on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really understand. I think you suck, but here we are. Here we are talking to Addison, the master of masters. That's good. To, I mean, it feels good to have that reaction. And you know what? Like... It's been a while. Um, I would say at least, what, 40 episodes you guys have done since the last time I was on here? Something you? like that. If not 40, like 30. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a while. Um, and uh, you guys are still going, so kudos to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow, that's so sweet. What a, what a nice guy the Master of Masters is. Who would have thought? 
Um, anyway, let's talk Kingdom Hearts one, you guys. Let's I want to. I kind of wanted to do like a retrospective of Kingdom Hearts one, and this is something I I think we want to do. You know, every every few episodes or so, we sit down with a different Kingdom Hearts game that we've played, and we go, "Hey, how do you feel about this?" Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it exactly. So, <laughs> T. <clears throat> Yes. You played Kingdom Hearts 1 for the very first time recently. Very first time. Do you have any anything that pops in the mind when you when you think about Kingdom Hearts 1? Any thoughts about it now that you've completed it? Yeah, um I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> All right, let let us no, have it. Um well, I think the the issue not issue with it was, but like oh my I God. did start playing 3 before I started playing 1 yes. and then we stopped and then started playing 1. So there were all yeah, I I already had a lot of confusion, and that just added to the confusion. But um, we didn't get too far into Kingdom Hearts three, so didn't, we we were at Tangled. Yeah, so we weren't too far in. But I think going backwards was just a really different experience. Um, it was very. It's, it was a lot harder for me to play. I'm not like much of a gamer, anyways. I would say compared to these boys here, but. Uh, it was way harder for me to do like the game mechanics in mm. itself on one than three. Yeah, but you can't just like mash X as much as you can like in the new ones. Right. It well, was... that that's actually something I noticed when we were playing together too. Is that like in three you tap X and you just float directly to whatever oh my enemy. God. And one, you really have to make sure you're in range of the enemy because he won't continue his combo if right. you don't connect. And yeah, it was it was way harder for me to connect Dude. with the like fighting and everything right away i mean i I think at the by the end i got used to it quite a bit i think michael could say that too but um it was just a difficult transition i guess but i really enjoyed the game that's not to say that i didn't like it it just it's tough really different when you have a game that has a new iteration and then you try to go back to the old ones right it sometimes is tough i mean that game was made in 2004 exactly exactly so 15 years ago that's pretty uh Oh, wait, no, that not, not 2004. It was 2002, wasn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say I four was, was Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got the yeah. So even or even earlier. Sorry, everybody. I just thought it like overall though it was funny though too like because we're playing the remix obviously and so right. there's like some parts of the graphics that are like really good and then you'll see like a flat face which I think is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just really liked that. That, that was something she was pointing out a lot, where it'd I be like, like Sora has face. animated face or Donald <laughs> Goofy, and then you cut the Leon, and he has like flat face, and his, <laughs> his mouth's just like moving, not to what he's saying. And I was like, what are the like? Yeah. What did this? What happened here? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Other general thoughts. I'm trying to think of more. Well, if you don't have anything or not, we can we can pass the yeah. baton. Okay. To someone else, Addison. You got anything? Any fond memories of Kingdom Hearts One? Yeah, I mean, I mean we, you know, we could talk for days about the memories tied to Kingdom Hearts 1, but I would just say, you know, looking back at Kingdom Hearts 1, it was, at the time... So, Addison said something really profound here about how Kingdom Hearts didn't have the lead-up like Kingdom Hearts 3 does, yet it was still the driving force behind our fan base and everything to do with Kingdom Hearts. And so the reason I don't have this audio here is because I was, we were having his audio come through our TV and so we could hear it and it was coming through on our mics. And so I thought, Oh, it'd be fun if I mute it. And that way I don't have to do as much editing. 
what I didn't realize is I would need that audio. Luckily, I didn't do that for the rest of the episode, so most of his audio should be intact. You know, all these people that you've got now that, that follow your podcasts and, and look for your content, and that all started with Kingdom Hearts 1. It was really, uh, I don't know, I mean, it, it, it really it, it had something, and it, it made us keep coming back, and um, you know what, it's you know, more power to uh, Papa Nomura to... to <laughs> creating this, this genius vision that, uh, that us suckers can't get, get you know, enough of. All hail Papa Nomura. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was, I was listening to what you were saying, Addison, and I was just like, man, this guy, this guy doesn't show up for 40 podcasts, and he comes back and just nails it. Right. Like, who, who follows that up, dude? Yeah, who, <laughs> who, 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 who is this guy? So the podcast is now over. We're ending it here. Yeah, Addison <laughs> just ended it for us. This is the peak. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just got pent up uh, KH energy. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm like so disconnected from anything KH right now, honestly. It's, <gasps> that's probably why I haven't been on the podcast so long. I feel like uh, I'm a little out of the loop, but um, if we're talking KH1, I, I think uh, no issues there. I can I can definitely contribute, hopefully, some, some insightful stuff to that. Well, and... You're, you got good timing because it seems like that Remind DLC is sooner than we think. So you, you got to be ready for that. Jason, uh, you you are a big Kingdom Hearts fan. This believe, is true. Believe it or not. This is true. And, um, <laughs> if you could pick a moment from Kingdom Hearts 1 that you would say is your favorite, mm. what, what what would you go with on that? That's a That's a hard question. I would say... Like the moment that like I probably spent the most, like having fun doing and stuff, especially like first time playing through when I was real little, um, has got to be the Coliseum. Yeah, the Coliseum's just got so much in it. It's a good time. The, all the crazy boss battles, and like that's where like I learned to get good. Oh, to get because that that's an important thing to you is to be very good. Get at these good. Games. Well, also I was like a kid, so right. like. I sucked. <laughs> That's where you learned to strike raid Sephiroth into oblivion. <laughs> no, I didn't. I never beat him. I, I never... taught you how to beat Sephiroth with the strike raid. <laughs> it was me. Like, as a kid, I feel like I never even got it to where, like, his health bar moved. Because he yeah. has more than the max amount can show. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's I'm got that him. purple bar. Yeah, he's got purple, and then you hit him a bunch, and it doesn't even move. And you're yeah. like, am I even doing damage? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was before they started putting the little dots next yeah. to the health bar so you knew how many bars they had. Yeah, it was just like the colors. And you're like, yeah. Jesus, what's after purple? Right, right. <laughs> um, That's another thing is like when you fight bosses and they have a new color and you're like, uh, you're like oh, my God, Dragon Maleficent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. T, I, I, I want to call you out for Dragon Maleficent because I actually think that was your uh, that was when I was the most impressed with you. I know. Mike was like, what are you doing? She, <laughs> How are you doing this? She absolutely destroyed Dragon Maleficent. And I was just like. <laughs> it was like two minutes. And he was like, wait, I think you left the room for a minute. And you were like, wait, you were done with that? And I was yeah. like. She absolutely yes, destroyed it. Work. Like, and I was just like, what in the hell? Because <laughs> that, to me, is one of the fights I remember being like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was like a cheat, and you'd go hide under, when it was spitting fire, mm. you'd go hide under the roots, and it couldn't hit you. Oh, you didn't give me the cheat codes when we were playing? Okay, you didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need it. You destroyed Drag Maleficent, and I was just like, what in the... It was like trial by fire, but like, right. you were way stronger than the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That game is harder than I remember because I I helped her out with a couple of bosses that are, uh, I could you know, not do some uh, of those. Hollow Bastion Riku gruesome game mechanics. So yeah, some of the <laughs> some of the gruesome game mechanics. I'm like are, one of those people that are like if I have like die twice i'm like i can't i yeah. like my rage takes she, over well and it's not just rage it's panic she gets tilted she'll go she'll go no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> you take the control you take the controller no 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 and so um what if i, I died again i i beat how Riku, but he was tough but i beat him first try i just did a lot of dodging and a lot of no, yeah what was the one that we were struggling on? it was ansem oh yeah he was such in a the dick. dome Okay. Where you fight the dark side and then you fight Ansem. Oh He's a cock, dude. He's we such a cock. We were on beginner. Where he like charges nonstop. Yeah, he charges and, and you can you can block him and counter it. What is that thing? But he Guard? does the the guardian. Guardian. He's the guardian, and then he does the submit. Submit. And when you submit, you can't attack him when you when he has you because guardian just keeps popping up and like grabbing you if you, yeah. if you hit the X button at the wrong time. And he does it once you get him to a certain health. His his loop is submit and then DM, and you can't touch him during his DM. So he'll DM, and then you got to dodge away if if the guardian touches you, so which you it has a long ass range. <laughs> you're stuck in that, and so I got stuck in this loop at one point oh where I God, couldn't I damage like, him, we'll never and I couldn't because I couldn't dodge his guardian well enough. <laughs> it sucked. It was the worst. You had to submit. We yeah. did that for like an hour. It felt like an hour. Okay, it was not an hour. It Do not like shame me on this podcast. <laughs> Mike took four hours to beat beginner Ansem. Don't oh shame God. me on this podcast, Tara. <laughs> I am shaming you. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> but that game has an interesting challenge to it where it. And part of it is looking through the lens of the newer games, right? Like she was saying earlier. But part of it is it's it's kind of obtuse. Like it's kind of um, even with the like upgrades to the, the final mix upgrades where you can move the camera with the stick instead mm-hmm. of the shoulder buttons. Yeah. Or you can, it's still kind of just a weird obtuse game that we were more forgiving of back in 2002 or whatever. Yeah. It, it just didn't have the flow. Like, like right. Kingdom Hearts game today does. It's it's kind of blocky. It doesn't, you know, control as uh, I don't know if I want to say it as well. I guess it's that's a matter of perspective, but it, you know, it just feels different. And and I could see, you know, going back to what Tara said, it was very difficult to go from Kingdom Hearts three to, to one. Absolutely, I mean, it, it's it's just the way it was designed. It wasn't as user friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, or I should say, it wasn't as easy to just pick up and do. Right. Right. I'd say like a hundred percent Kingdom Hearts three was like something I felt like I could easily pick up, especially when we were like at Disney Springs and I had never played a game of it before and we were doing the trial that mm-hmm. came out. Oh like, yeah. I felt like I could easily like pick it up and do it and then when we were starting this game, Kingdom Hearts one, it was like I was like, Mike, you gotta tell me what I'm doing. Like right. I don't well, and that's how three's designed. Mm-hmm. Three's kind of was designed to be a easy game for <laughs> beginners to pick up, at least from a gameplay standpoint. Yeah. It's story because it was so long after the fact. Anyways, right. it's like a whole new section right. of people. But anyway, sorry. For sure. No, no, that's a good point. Um, my favorite thing about that though that happened when we were playing is when you when you defeat an enemy in Kingdom Hearts one, it drops money, it drops MP orbs, it drops health <laughs> orbs, right? <laughs> and so we're in Traverse Town. 
and Tara's fighting Heartless, and she goes, do I really have to run over every single one of these to collect it? <laughs> and I go, I, I said, yeah, uh, you get a move later where it sucks them to you, but in Kingdom Hearts 3, that's just it there. It just happens. That's just yeah. part True. of it, right? I was like, True. I'm so annoyed. I have to like actually run around, otherwise it disappears. And her knowing her, she has to collect every single little thing. Me, yeah. I just run over it and move on to the next thing. She's like, nope, there's a there's a piece of money over there. I need to go get that. Yeah. And so she's collecting every single thing. So it, it, it's, it's funny to contrast the two games because Kingdom Hearts 3 learned by the time they made 3 they've learned a lot of things about what you know respecting the player's time and respecting like you know yeah. like giving you uh it's a lot like what Pokemon does now where right. you know you used to have to go into the menu uh hit hit cut wait you're not standing in the right direction at the at the bush go back into the menu hit cut you know like now you just do talk it. to the tree they don't even have cut anymore right no no it's not even they in the got game. rid of that so it, it's just <laughs> like it, it's funny just to see over 20 years yeah. how something changes and gets better and 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 more yeah um more user friendly i guess yeah well because it's like a feedback thing like there's a lot of games like systems in the game where it's like okay you do this and then you get this mm. well then people are like then the next thing is okay well how can we make it so in the game you can get upgrades for this thing right, right? And then over time, it's like people are like, well, why don't you just start out with that? Right. Um, well, like, right. It's like, like experience share in Pokemon. Do I need to use AP to to suck up <laughs> money? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. Is, that, is that really like beneficial gameplay? Right. No, right. it's not. But I, I get why it was there because that's what games did right. more back then. They didn't they didn't figure that out yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like uh, it was the first kind of game to be like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like. It's a 3D thing where you're running around and you're fighting and there's the combos and everything. But so it's like there's that system of doing that. So it's like when you're making, a, 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 for example, like PUBG was a mod for Arma 3 right. originally. And then it became Battle Royale and then all the d different iterations of Battle Royales. And now it's like pretty much anyone could pick it up. Whereas like the mod in Arma 3 was like really confusing, pretty unplayable. Like they don't really tell you a whole lot about right. it. Um, and so it, it's, it's just one of those things in gaming where it just gets Iteration. better and easier and more fun. For sure. For sure. All right. Addison, you got anything else to say about that or, or are we ready to move on? All right. I have something to say. Oh, what's that, T? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of going off of what we're talking about, but in terms of like you talking about how I'm the type of person that has to like go around and get everything, I guess I didn't. Like in three, I felt like I knew, like I was going through story play like really quickly, but in one, I felt like I was more inclined to like find other things, and it was taking way longer. Well, does that like I no, mean no no one does a great job of enticing you even though they're kind of like weird boxed diorama mm -hmm. environments it does a really good job of enticing you to explore and look for those dalmatians right. or the I puppies. mean <laughs> the the thing that will always disappoint me is we, oh we found a chest what's it gonna be and then uh Viagra G you know and it's like we don't want gummy shit yeah. parts but like it still yeah. it still does a really good job of and I I don't think Kingdom Hearts has really nailed that sense I I. I think one just does an excellent job of, you know, it's not like an open world, but it, it makes you want to explore every single part of it as opposed to like a lot of times three, you just kind of run through three, three does better than two did. Yeah, for sure. Two is definitely like corridors and like you're just running right through corridors. Right. 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 Well, I don't know. I just felt like 
there was so much of Kingdom Hearts 1 that we did not do That's in very terms true. of that. That's and very true. We like, didn't we didn't beat all the Coliseum stuff. We didn't collect <laughs> all the Dalmatians. We didn't complete Jiminy's journal. There's, no, a, it's, the there's a lot. We didn't do all of it. Oh, we didn't. No, oh, there's Jesus. like really hard bosses in the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah, we we did we did up until we had to lock the keyhole. Oh right. right. Which is um pretty 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 much. But there's just one. There's like a hundred fight tournament. Oh my god. <laughs> that you can take. I think it's ten fights at a time, right? Something like that. I, can't I think remember. once once you get like if you go ten or hundred to ninety, then you you right. can start at ninety if you quit from there. Yeah, I guess I just didn't. I mean, I didn't play three for that long, but I didn't feel myself like getting not distracted by those type of things. But I guess that'd be the word. But like, I was just going through the story. I was more interested in the story. Where in one, I was like, "Ooh, I want to find everything." Right. Yeah. Right. I, I think in three, Toy Box does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, three does a better job than than two for sure, and other games. But one, I think they just nailed the collectibles, and I think, um, well, and there's like and the Metroidvania part of it too, where it's like, yeah, with the Trinities, with the Trinities, yeah. where it's yeah. like, hey, you you can't do this yet until you come back. Right. And that's one thing I remember as a kid being like, why can't I do this? I want to know what this does. Right. I have to know what this and does. Then, and then you did it, and it was like Viagra gummy. And yeah, it like, was like oh. <laughs> All like <laughs> Sora, Donald, and Goofy like all get on top of each other's shoulders or whatever, and then like some money rains down or yeah. something, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. No, those animations were cool. I wish they did that still. I like the Trinities. Yeah, I, I think uh, they're you know they're goofy, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> but it it's like you know having Donald then Sora then Goofy run into a fucking wall to get through the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just funny. <laughs> it's like cart. It's cartoony, like Disney stuff, and like yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> teamwork, team, and it's teamwork, which is a huge part of them as a as a trio. All right, do you guys want to hear some Kingdom Hearts one trivia? Oh God! I, I yeah. W- I w- what? Do I ever? Do I ever? He says. <laughs> Development for Kingdom Hearts one began in February of two thousand. Uh, this was Square's last game before the Square Enix merger. Okay. Because it used to be called Squaresoft, mm-hmm. and then Enix was known for Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, mm-hmm. and then they merged companies right after Kingdom Hearts 1 was released. Here's here's a little uh, uh, nugget for you guys. Ariel was originally meant to be a princess of heart, but in order for her to be captured by Maleficent, the story portion of Ursula giving her legs would have had to take place first. It was already too late in production to add this, so the producers chose Alice as a princess of heart, which garnered fan outrage Duh. due to not staying true to the Disney princesses. However, after finding out the troublesome production of the game, the fans forgave the game developers. True. What? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if you ever forgave them. Like, I didn't. I didn't. I, d- I don't. Think Alice is a right. garbage princess. I would, oh, my God. She I just does just, drugs. I, yeah. I was just talking about this at work the other day because I was thinking about this very like topic for some reason i was like thinking to myself why the fuck was alice a princess of heart i was thinking that at work the other day that's how you know you're hooked i asked my (laughs) disney friend who like went to disney world most recently with me i was like listen hear me out i was like (laughs) do you you include alice like in disney princesses when you think of disney princesses and she was like fuck no right (laughs) and i was like right i like this makes no sense i was like i just needed your opinion okay well (laughs) you know what we forgave in the game producers forgiven we have forgiven have we though i'm still no no no. i'm upset still no no mira's no mira's sitting over in the corner he's not happy about this topic he's shaking his head (laughs) 
He's in the fetal position. Oh, Addison, I don't I don't know if you know a new gag we do. We pretend Nomura's in the room with us, but not talking. <laughs> I didn't know that was. He's a just kind of like either. miming. I'm kind of <laughs> scared now. Sometimes uh, um, Yoko Shimomura, the composer, is yeah. with us too, and we just hang out. We have a okay. cheese plate for him. It's a really ass. A really cheese bad cheese plate. <laughs> I was like more picturing like they were like tied at the corner. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. We don't we don't talk about that part of it. <laughs> All right. Next fact. The idea for this game came about when producer Shinji Hashimoto met with a Disney executive in an elevator. Square and Disney had worked in the same building in Japan. So that it was a, literally an elevator pitch. Damn. That's pretty neat, right? Mm hmm. You guys are loving my facts right now. I can tell. <laughs> All right, here, here's here's. I here's, thought this was gonna be more like uh, trivia crack. Where I know I where you were like gonna to ask like, us oh, the question. No, I should have done it a contest. <laughs> I, that's why I said, "Oh shit," because I was scared that you were gonna be like, "Okay." No, this is like. And Jason was gonna win everything. This is like <laughs> I mean, half-assed yeah, internet research. Is Pro what this pro is probably. Um, I thought it'd be like, "All right, you get to choose either story, character <laughs> development, <laughs> or gameplay. It's like a game or show. dare." <laughs> 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 uh, it is possible to complete the game without visiting the world's Halloween town in Atlantica. What? what? It's also possible to leave Monstro without having to complete that level, too, Bro. as Monstro does not have a keyhole. God, I wish I knew that. Shoot. Yeah, I know, oh right? God. Sorry. If, if the player completes Deep Jungle before Wonderland, the scene after stealing the keyhole is different. When Maleficent mentions the Princess of Heart, Alice is normally shown. However, if the player hasn't completed Wonderland yet, Snow White will be shown instead. Why? Yeah. I wish that happened for me. If the player completes Hollow Bastion before Olympus Coliseum, Maleficent will not appear in the scene with Hades. So there's a little... You don't realize it because I, to me, I just complete the game in order how they gave me the worlds. But yeah, I also saw if you don't complete Monstro before completing Hollow Bastion, and then you go back, the cutscene with Riku, where where he has Pinocchio, is like incredibly short. He just kind of says, "You're not Riku," and then they fight. <laughs> right, because it couldn't be right, and I so it's super interesting that they thought. Well, it's possible to not beat this, so we need to make sure we have a different cutscene. You know, yeah, that, that's pretty pretty intense stuff. You right? Know? Like, like what? A, maybe I have forgiven the developers for for the aerial thing. You're saying that with like a smirk, though. Maybe <laughs> I have, because I'm not sure I believe it. But you were saying that you would not have to be Atlantica. Yeah, you can just skip it. I guess. I, I, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> what would that would that trigger you to not beat Atlantica? A little bit. I felt like that was the hardest for me to like navigate. Yes, because I'm not great at moving my hands. I'm excited to see <laughs> how T feels about KH2 Atlantica as opposed to KH1 Atlantica. Why? Don't spoil it. Oh. Uh, yeah, Don't spoil it. it. I was gonna say like. Don't spoil it, but we'll see which one she likes better. Okay. It's 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 Damn. pretty divisive. I need divisive. to play KH2. <laughs> All right, here's, here's another like fact that we've talked about a lot, but I just want to bring it up again. Before the game was released in the U.S., Square held a name-in-game contest. A person named Kurt Ziza won the contest, and his name was used for a hidden boss in the game. So we all know this. However, I'm just, I'm just putting out the antenna again. We want Kurt Ziza on the podcast. I want to talk to this man. <laughs> so if, if anybody knows Kurt Ziza, send him our way. I want to talk to the man whose name was in Kingdom Hearts. Because he has a baller name, too. For real. His name could have been like Phil uh, Jackson. 
of, yeah. of, of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coach of the Bulls and the Lakers in the nineties. But he could have had a normal name is yeah, my point. Yeah, yeah. And instead he has a dope ass name like Kurt Ziza. Come on. That's true. All I right. feel like it's rigged. Yeah, like that wasn't Conspiracy. really his name. Yeah. It was Kurt like Schilling. <laughs> I don't know why I'm naming sports people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, next fact. Sora, Riku, and Kairi are named after the three primary elements of nature. In Japanese, Riku means land, Kai means ocean, and Sora means sky. The name Kairi could originate from the Japanese word Hikari, which means light, because she is the only untainted main character. Why did you say it like that? Because I don't know that she is. Hikari is okay. the Japanese version of simple and clean, though the lyrics have an entirely different meaning. So wow. I, just, I just thought that... I, I never knew that Riku meant land. I knew Sora meant sky. Yeah, yeah. Because That's people, the whole thing. the whole Final Fantasy versus, or 13 versus versus 13, however you say it, thing where Noctis means night sky. Mm-hmm. And so Namira always names his, char- his favorite characters after sky. The original data and assets for Kingdom Hearts have been lost forever. Wait, I knew that. This is the reason Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix has had to be made from the ground up. Damn. I felt like I knew that. Yeah, I, I think I told you that. I was going to say I felt like I knew that. I don't know how, but... <laughs> Here's a quote from uh, Daddy Nomura on it. Kingdom Hearts was created a long, long time ago. The original data was missing already. It was <laughs> lost, so we had to research to dig out the original game and recreate everything for HD. This it sounds like not a, that easy. a plot point. <laughs> I know. The data was lost forever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe that's where he came up with Recoded. <laughs> is he was like, what if we lost the data and it attacked us? All right. There were some bugs in it. All right. My last, my last half-assed... Half-assed uh, internet trivia trivia fact trivia crack trivia cracked. Ask it. T- tell it to us in a question. Oh, I think I can make it into a question. Really? <laughs> okay. Which reoccurring Final Fantasy summon was planned for Kingdom Hearts one? Mm. You just had to ask the hardest question for me, didn't you? <laughs> just something that Tara would have absolutely no, no idea about. Clue. This summon. <laughs> It was planned, but it didn't happen. It was planned, it didn't happen. There's actually, if you use cheat codes, and it, its name is in the game data, but when you go to execute it, it the game crashes because there's nothing there. Right. What? That's weird. Yeah. Was this character in any of the other games? No. Yeah. No, this is a traditional Final Fantasy summon. I think it's like Ifrite, isn't it? Nope. Bahamut? It is Bahamut. Dude, that was the my king, first guess, but dragons. I was like, no way it was Bahamut. That's King of cool. the Dragons, Bahamut. Can you please explain that? <laughs> so in Final Fantasy, you know, you summon... Um, all the summons are based off, like, deities or, like, yeah. um, ancient gods or ancient myths. Right. And Bahamut, I believe, is a Japanese legend. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. But, but what happens? But Bahamut is, like, a big dragon. And so, like, mm. in, like, Final Fantasy VII, you can summon this big dragon to do a big attack. Kind of like you can summon Simba yeah. or um, Mushu. Mushu or Genie yeah. in Kingdom Hearts 1. It's the same idea, but it's just this giant dragon. And it uses a move called Mega Flare, which is... So, like, the game coding was, like, in it, but then... So, they originally planned to put him in there, and then they must have scrapped it. But a lot of times what happens in video games is um, they will plan something and then have to scrap it, and it takes... It would. It would take. It's too easier long to, to bury it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's easier to bury it than to just delete yeah. it outright. It's, so it's kind of like of a folder for that info, 
is still there, right. but they just didn't delete the folder. So, and like you can use like Game Sharks and stuff to like access it, and then if there's something there, it will do it. But for that, it's literally just a it was just a menu title, and so Weird. you click it, and then the game crashes because it doesn't know what to do. It's like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> pretty interesting stuff, right? Yeah. Bahamut nukes I think your that's game. That's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> just Bahamut nukes, nukes your, your house. He, he flies around <laughs> and kills your kills your house with <laughs> Mega Flare. Wow. I didn't like how you said that like so seriously. Like he kills maybe. your house. Not you, just the house. Yeah. Anyway, it takes the house's soul. I I wanted my house to go out. I guess that's possibly the only way. Yeah, it's better than like I don't know. I would There's claim insurance on exactly. It, that's what right. I was gonna say. There's some controversy. You, you just took out some insurance. On do you think it? we could pay Bahamut to destroy our house? <laughs> How much you think that dragon wants? <laughs> <laughs> now we're now we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna talk more Kingdom Hearts one because that's what we've been doing. Right. I I want to know if you guys think, not if you think, what you think has aged the worst, and we kind of touched on this a little bit. But what is aged the worst in Kingdom Hearts 1? Whether it be a game mechanic or a story part or something like that. Who's first? <laughs> whoever whoever has the idea first. I mean, I've already kind of talked about the game mechanic. Yeah. I feel like that was just so, like, that's a struggle for me anyways. Yep. But Yep, the game mechanics are probably a good call there. <laughs> Honestly, the thing that has aged the worst is the lore. <laughs> like, yeah. Expected to, to come out of that, and then what it came out to be are probably like very, very, very different things. Yeah, like, I, I guess maybe what I'm saying is could be. So what Addison's saying here is that he doesn't hate the lore or think the lore's bad, but he didn't think Nomura really planned this lore well to fit in with the lore of the other games, and that he took it in a completely di- different direction after Kingdom Hearts One, going towards Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah, it well, and what's interesting to me too, and what it's really, um, it's really shown a light into my eyes to use a, an old phrase, uh, is going through the Ansem reports. Yeah, Nomir had no fucking clue what was going if there was going to be a sequel, what where he was going with it, and and it's very obvious. And I think to me that's what's aged the worst is it's like. Like he knew something was there, right? Because right. or else he like, probably had ideas, but like yeah. there's. Like the biggest one is Ansem himself. Yeah. Like he he even when he was I I read a quote from him and he can confirm this over in the corner of the room tied up. But <laughs> I read a quote from him that said something along the lines of he wrote those reports, but then was like, man, this this Ansem doesn't seem like a very good person that I designed like boss fight wise, and it doesn't re- the tone doesn't really match with the reports, so I had to create a separate Ansem. And it's like, yeah, he didn't plan that shit. Like, you know, <laughs> it. it, it how would you? Well, right, right. You don't know if this this is just you were given this project by uh, Square and Disney, you know, by these producers came up with and said, "Here, Nomura-san, make <laughs> make this game with." And they originally were gonna have Mickey Mouse be the main character, and then he wanted Donald Duck to be the main character, and they told him no. So then he created his own character, and like there was just so much that I read about this game in the past couple of days, like getting ready for this podcast, where it's like. No one knew what was happening with this. No one knew it was going to be a big hit. You know, I, I, I'd like to ask him, like, did you know that this was going to be good? You know, I guess it's weird for me because I don't know the the next part of the story. Right. So like you saying that, I'm like, I, okay. Right. (laughs) Don't don't worry. We'll get into it. What were you going to say, Addison? 
I think I was going to say, um, it kind of, I, I guess that's what I was getting at, is that he, he didn't really know what he wanted to do, and while the creation of Kingdom Hearts 1 was, like, as a standalone, was, like, really, you know, um, interesting and kind of, um, I, I think a really successful story, interesting story, the fact that he didn't know where he wanted to go with it, <clears throat> I think what he came up with didn't really lend itself to what he later on decide where he decided to take it. Right? He was he was like he put himself in a position where he had to like you know go through jump through all these crazy hoops and these loopholes to try and to make it you know make sense. Yeah, and he's he's still doing that though. That's the problem is I I'd, I'd agree with you on that where it's just about him uh you know not knowing that he was going to have a sequel and not knowing wh where to go with it but like he's still like with this Union Cross stuff and with uh 3 in general there's still like hoops he's having to jump through in order to make his story work cuz he just writes things and then goes oh, I guess that wasn't a good idea I'll fix it on that same token Jason did you did you have an answer to what's age the worst um, I would say some of the voice acting. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good call. There's some, there's some <laughs> bad voice acting, and even just like bad like pacing of it. Like someone will say something, and then there's just like a big pause, <laughs> and then somebody says something. Here's the thing, though. That's like still a part of the series. It that's is. Still ha it's not as bad in three, but it, it does happen. It does happen. I'm, it's almost like a conscious choice. I'm just like not a fan of some of the voice acting because I'm such like a Disney person. I'm like that's not the person. That's right. not who. Like was. that's a yeah. bad impersonation. I actually yeah. read that um, the woman who plays Alice and Wendy, she's the same person, uh -huh. did the voice for Kingdom Hearts One, from like. Whenever those movies were made, like how long ago was that? Huh. Good God, a long like time forty ago. years ago, yeah. and it was still the same lady. She's recently retired from doing those voices, but in Kingdom Hearts One, she did the Wendy and the Alice voice. Huh. Hmm, interesting. Which is pretty interesting. You know who the worst voice actor in this game is? Not to call out anybody, but it's David Boreanaz who does Squall. <laughs> David Boreanaz of um, uh. Angel and Bones and oh. Buffy the Vampire oh Slayer God. and the episode of BoJack Horseman where Todd rents out BoJack's house like it's David Boreanaz's house. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is Squall and he's fucking terrible. It is bad. Yeah. He like and I never remembered him being that terrible until we replayed it when we did it for the channel, Jason, and I was just like, right. He's so bad. Genie Genies is Dude, pretty, okay. But. I do not enjoy this. Here's the thing. Like, like, I, 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 Homer's I doing his best. I can, right? yeah, yeah, I can still like enjoy it, but it's not... like. It's not the I don't think anybody can do Robin Williams right. Right. You're right. Dan Castanella does sound a lot like Homer Simpson when he's doing Genie. Yeah. But I that's could, his voice. Like, I didn't know who it was. I knew it wasn't Robin Williams, but then when you said Homer, like I couldn't hear anything yep. but that. Yeah. The one beacon of light is Phil. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but then he's not even voiced later, right? True. Well, how dare you? I wouldn't say he's the one beacon of light because we've talked about this quite a bit, and I love Richard Epcar. Yes. But Billy Zane. Oh yeah, absolutely. Daddy Zane. Whoo. Oh god. Whoo. That's some good. That's some good. I sometimes when I'm when I'm editing the podcast, and and not as much anymore because I don't put a lot of quotes in there now. Mm -hmm. But I like would just listen to Billy Zane's lines. Because you have like a folder of all of his lines. Well, I have I have one file that it's every line from the game. Yeah. That he Can spoke. Can you finish what you're gonna say? Wait, what? What do you do when you listen? <laughs> I just 
close my eyes and tilt my head back and relax. And I just listen. It's soothing. And I feel like I'm going to turn to darkness. I <laughs> I understand why Riku did what he did. Like, uh, uh, he turned to darkness because he's got Billy Zane whispering in his ear. You know? Hmm. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Mandy Moore, who did Eris in the game, but then didn't do Rapunzel and Tangled in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3, who she actually that. played in the movie. I know. She's a little too good for Kingdom Hearts now. <laughs> and um, our boy Lance Bass for voicing Sephiroth. I was going to say, you, you can't not say Lance Bass. Lance Bass. Pretty, pretty wild that Lance Bass voices like one of the most badass characters of all time in Sephiroth, you know? Yeah. We didn't fight Sephiroth. I was going to say, you I should, no You should idea. be happy we didn't bite, fight Sephiroth. Yeah, okay. And you'll, lastly, you'll get, like, I know I said lastly already, but I'm flashbacks. scrolling through the l- list on IMDb. And shout out to Gilbert Gottfried for yep. still doing Iago yeah. in a bit role. True. Because <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried is great. <laughs> My favorite Gilbert Gottfried thing is there's this one tweet, and it's this girl, and she goes... Imagine having sex with a guy, and he goes, "Say my name," and his name is fucking Gilbert. <laughs> and then Gilbert Godfrey like retweets and says, "Fuck this tweet." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey's a funny dude. I know people think he's annoying, but I love him. Yeah, he's so funny. I love him. Since we talked about what's aged the worst, what do you guys think is aged the best? Wait, I have one more worst. Um, <laughs> when they did the HD remake, they made their eyes really fucking weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Sora's yeah. eyes are like, like giant, weird bulbous balls that are really blue. And they kind of like orbit around weirdly. Right, and there's sometimes there's like gaps in between his face and his eye, like when he's moving. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Anyway, what's aged the best? Does anybody have any answers for that? No, the this m- game sucks. No, no, no. It's the, trash. the music. Because it the only music. gets it only gets more nostalgic and oh, better. The music, whether it's a Disney World, whether it's you know, when you walk away. Yoko oh, yeah. Shimomura is a goddess of music. She just writes the most amazing. Like you and Blue Kingdom were talking about uh, earlier this week at, at the orchestra when he went. Addison and I went to an orchestra, and you you're like tearing up when you're sitting there listening to this music because it means so much to you, nostalgic wise. Yeah, when I'm sitting there at the orchestra, me at the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> no, but doesn't the the music changes like per the world you're in, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's well, and it's the best and there because it's always like to me like. I don't remember what world we were in, but I was like, oh, like I could totally like this is this totally fits like the world that it's Mm -hmm. in. Well, a lot of times she (laughs) takes like songs from those Disney movies and and, like redoes them, remixes them to be like, you know, a a familiar but different. Right. Exactly. And that's what is like the best part to me, just because it's like so reminiscent of like that Disney. Right. Feel. Well, imagine you're you're writing music for this game and then they're like, um, could you make battle music for Alice in Wonderland? Right. <laughs> and just trying to imagine what that is. And right. that's actually kind of a bop. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that's what's amazing about it is it's like, yeah, you take these things that are uh, nonviolent situations mm. or even like non-stressful. Like Alice in Wonderland is just like a drug trip, right? <laughs> and then you have to write like not tense battle music, but mm. like something that sounds 
more intense than just the do 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 I can't imagine like the amount of research that she had to do like she's incredible like to for that to happen you know because you would have to like go and listen through those scores to be like how am I gonna make this similar but like not the exact same right she um she has so many just just everything throughout Kingdom Hearts one two and three is just such an insane uh level of care taken with it and and she's yeah. she's probably uh, nobuo metsu the guy who um composes final fantasy music mm. is probably my favorite video game composer but she's right there she she's got to be she's 1b you know it's 1a and 1b <laughs> and and it the fact i mean and she's not just doing like the main game she's doing like union cross music and like you know what I mean? Like, she, yeah. she, I, it's incredible how much creativity and music comes out of that one person. Mm-hmm. Instead of pure strength, it's like pure talent. Yes, mm-hmm. pure mm-hmm. talent. <laughs> uh, that that one got Addison. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I think what's aged well. We talked about how the voice acting sometimes is bad, mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna paint the picture that the voice acting's good, and for that time, the amount of um. The amount of production put into these cutscenes mm-hmm. mm. was unheard of this side of Final Fantasy X. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I I think it's pretty incredible for 2002 or whatever what they managed to do with that when there were games coming out that were, you know, had terrible voice acting if yeah. they had it at all, and it'd just be like one line. And um, I feel like the the pure volume of voice actors they even got for it anyways right, right. they just True. grabbed a bunch of like disney disney kids and mm-hmm. Haley joel and 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 it, they put a lot of production value into this game yeah now it's dated by today's standards but i i think the production value in kh1 is still better than a lot of games that come out today mm-hmm. so that'd be my I see answer that. i see that i i don't know i feel like my answer would just be like the like the obviously the disney theme in general like i still got that like a nostalgic like feeling that i would get watching the old movies while playing this game Hmm. and that would be like important to me if it if it didn't do that i would be like oh this is just like like a shallow level of like poking into like the disney world right they put a lot of detail Mm -hmm. into the disney stuff like they it wasn't just Oh, it this is vaguely skimming. Disney. Right, it wasn't skimming the surface. It right. was like actually getting into like the Disney elements of that, and I guess that's like what keeps my interest going yeah. in it as well. This is a very specific thing that's aged the best, <laughs> but the final scene with mm. Sora running towards Kyrie and she's on Destiny Island and it's starting to form. I Tara and I were playing it, and I was like, <laughs> like I, I started, <laughs> I started welling up again because it's just such a powerful scene and you're just like that's true and especially thinking about what happens in later games no spoilers for Terra, but you're like man sora can we throw this guy a bone you know (laughs) 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 can we throw this guy a bone yeah (laughs) like Uh, yeah i I think that kind of leads that leads into mine and i think it's just like the overall emotion that goes with the theme of, of the game. It's like you could go back and play it and you still kind of get those feels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, anybody else got anything that's aged well? 
Deep Jungle. <laughs> we did not plan that. <laughs> beautiful. Um, that entire world is just beautiful. It is. I I'm mad that Tarzan doesn't exist in Kingdom Hearts anymore because imagine just renew what they could the do. fucking thing, right? The guy that wrote Tarzan's dead. Who cares? Just renew it with his estate and just make more go. Tarzan worlds. Yes. I want I want more Tarzan. Um ooh, ee, ee, ha, ooh. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ee, ah, ooh. <laughs> That's gonna be the rest of this podcast. I we know, just I'm we just, just... Ooh, ooh, ee, ah, ooh. <laughs> um So next next little category. Do you guys have a favorite quote from this game? That's not true. Yeah, that's a good one. I have a favorite monologue. Ooh. Mm. Hit us with it. I ha- I saved it for this. Wow. T with the research. Look out. Oh, I did do some research and that was the one because I know I know Addison, that you, what did you research? I know that <laughs> <laughs> I know that you know that I'm bad at like recalling exact quotes. Mm-hmm. So let me just pull it up on the YouTube because I have the clip saved. Oh wow. Holy shit. I know. I I wrote it in a note. <laughs> Are you proud of me? I'm very proud. Okay. Wow. Here we go. I know everybody else. T's invited back. Addison, not so sure. How will you fight without a weapon? I know now I don't need the Keyblade. I've got a better weapon. My heart. <laughs> Your heart? What good will that weak little thing do for you? Although my heart may be weak, it's not alone. It's grown with each new experience, and it's found a home with all the friends I've made. I've become part of their heart, just as they've become a part of mine. And if they think of me now and then, if they don't forget me, then our hearts will be one. I don't need a weapon. My friends are my power. That you one's know. like a that that that's a Tara, that quote. is a great quote. Thank that is, you. That is a good call. I yeah. my friends are my power. Like I just remember thinking like because there were so many like back and forth like throughout the game of like Donald and Sora not getting along and then like I don't know just like a disconnect and then that was like the real connect I guess. That's when that's when they became BFFs. I know, and I really liked it. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was really that I really liked about. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 and like you probably saw part of it was like they still like fight a little bit but at the end of the day they're friends right exactly well Donald's a dickhead yeah yeah don't speak about <laughs> Donald Donald's like Donald's like Donald a- yeah Addison but- can attest to this Donald's like hanging out with Alan all day <laughs> all right you, you love him but you're like god you're a dickhead <laughs> I just loved it. Well, and it doesn't help that like Sora's like super ignorant too. It's right. It's true. <laughs> yeah, Sora's a dumbass too. Donald's just kind of like, what the fuck, Sora? Right. Goofy's a Get sage. Get it together. <laughs> Goofy I know, is a like, sage. Goofy's, yeah. Um, but yeah. All, all my favorite quotes are like Billy Zane Ansem quotes. <laughs> um, Darkness is the heart's true essence, and he shakes the hand when he says it. Um, uh, one who knows nothing can understand nothing, yeah. which Tara doesn't know this yet, but that has a lot more meaning. And that, it didn't have meaning when he wrote it, yeah. but now it has a lot more meaning than it than it did before. Um, I feel like it's like the some of the stuff that you like the best is like so, so weird. What? 
<laughs> I don't know, like the parts where you're just like, oh, Jason and I would like talk about this like for so long and I'd be like, why? It was like such a small part. I can't think of a specific example, but. I mean, uh, that's not true is <laughs> one of them. We say that all yeah, the time. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I just thought of something that aged poorly. <laughs> when you're trying to fucking jump over to Merlin's house. Oh, yeah. We that struggled with that, too. fucking awful. Oh, with the stones moving? Gruesome game mechanic. Yeah, like in the water? Is yeah. that yeah. what you're talking about? Oh, fuck yeah. that, too. Or yeah. the hippos and the... <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> Jason's a very familiar person with those hippos. Yeah. They don't get me now, though. I know yeah. the tech. I would always hand the controller and the mic with those moving stones, because yeah. I can't do it, and then I'd fall in the water. I have to swim all the way fucking back. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, Addison, do you have a, do you have a quote for for us? I mean, I think Terrace is, is by <laughs> far, like, uh, that's, like, number one. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I think one that's noteworthy, and, and I don't know if it's 100% for, like, good reasons, is, you know, at the end of the game, the Kingdom Hearts is light quote. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. it opens up and it's light, and it's, I just remember thinking at the time, like, what the fuck is Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> like, I don't understand. 20 years later, we still don't know. Like, how did he know that it was light? I don't know. That one just kind of sticks out to me. Yeah, That's true. Well, and it's also like the door to darkness, too, so it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even Ansem's like, light? But but why? (laughs) And, like, no one knows. No one knows the answer. Um, Sorry, Ansem. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Poor Ansem. One of my favorites is uh, when Kyrie gives Sora the charm. She's like, it's my lucky charm. Be sure to bring it back to me. And oh, she's yeah. like she leaning the, at him. Yeah. I, I like, it's not a quote because it's not actually spoken, but I like uh, when you talk to Yuffie when she's sitting on the bed <laughs> and she says, I heard the Keyblade can open all sorts of holes. That That's what I'm talking about. Those types of things where you're just like cackling <laughs> okay. to yourself and I'm like, okay. So, so J- Jason and I are starting to play through the Kingdom Hearts games on the channel on PS4. And Addison keeps sending us memes like that while we're playing. <laughs> so that's why it makes me laugh so hard because we were like, well, you'll like I forgot la- Addison. But you won't laugh like when it's happening. You'll like laugh before it happens. Because I know I'm it's like, coming. I'm like, I don't know why. Everything's funny right now. <laughs> and he, all it is is the same picture, but they just put the Brazzers logo on it. Oh, so it's Jesus like a porn Christ. Thing. It's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. But it's like like not knowing what's going to happen and you're just like dying laughing. I'm like, I just, well, I don't okay. understand. Okay, have you ever seen a movie and then gone and seen it with someone else? Yeah. I and know you know it's how the you look thing. at the person to see how they react to things that you're that, yeah that's what it is i'm I playing know. with you i i want to see how t's gonna react to yuffie uh proposing sore on locker keyhole <laughs> or b-hole or there was a, there was one where i was like oh my god what did they just say i don't remember. yeah i don't i should have taken notes when we were playing we didn't know you were gonna come on and talk about it we'll do that for we'll do that for chain of memories is that the next one yeah, yeah. oh you're going straight to chain of memories yeah we that's, do it that's in order, the order right? yeah if true. we were playing in order order, we'd play BBS first, and no one wants that. Well, yeah, true, 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 yeah. true, 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 true. Well, what do you, were you going to say? I thought you guys were going to go straight to two. No. It, it makes sense. We're going to Chain of Memories. And, and then, then Tara might quit in the middle and never play again. <laughs> That's a little scary. <laughs> well, We'll test her. King- we'll is test her shit? Kingdom Hearts fandom. She's saying she's hooked because she's thinking about if Alice is really a Princess of Heart or not. This will be the test. Yeah. Is there like less Disney in it or what? No, it's the same Disney. <laughs> it's like the same fucking game, isn't it? Uh, kinda. That's the only one I didn't finish, I think, and I just. Uh, oh, great. 
used your guys' let's play as a mm. reference point. See, right. I like it. I really like Chain of Memories. But he's more into the gameplay yeah, side of stuff. So that's why yeah. that's why I'm he nervous. likes it. Story-wise. But I also have fine me- fond memories of Mike just being like bored out of his mind. And so he just comes up with all this crazy shit to talk about. Like us reading fucking Ursula fanfic and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's this game that you did that on? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Hey. Yeah, say what you want, but the whole Ursula Prince Eric fanfic business. That's a booming. It's booming business. There's some tentacles going in places you didn't even know you wanted tentacles. Right. So. Well, and Mike, you you said this <laughs> to me at work, and it blew my mind at work, that like huh? Ursula is like supposed to be like a she's drag based queen. off a drag queen. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah, I knew that. That adds. A, I didn't, didn't know that. So that adds a whole nother layer to it. You're like, oh. Yeah. It's even hotter. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So last last category we're going to talk about today of Kingdom Hearts 1. Okay. Um, it's a what if question. Okay. Mm. The biggest what if. What's the, what's the biggest what if from Kingdom Hearts 1? And in my opinion, mm. the biggest what if is if Riku just gets the Keyblade right away like he was supposed to. And Sora never gets the Keyblade. And Sora never gets the Keyblade. How does this turn out? Well, I mean, even though it's like he has Ventus in his heart, he would somehow get a Keyblade, probably. Yeah, but we didn't know that then. Right. So you're saying what would happen is Ventus would make sure... Well, this, this is kind of spoiler territory. Should yeah. Ter- my ears? Yeah, Muffet Terra. So you're saying he'd get the Keyblade regardless. Well, yeah, because well, that, that was like the lore for like why Roxas has two as well. Right. Well, the lore for why Riku would get it is because Terra gave it to him, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I guess well, I'm, at first it was just that he was like chosen by the Keyblade, but really it was back Terra. before Terra chose yeah. him. So why doesn't he get it then? Because he's he already went to darkness. Yeah, it was like he felt a darkness or something like that. Given the reason that's given is that because he he felt a darkness and the Keyblade deemed him not worthy and went to Sora. Okay, so Riku was supposed to be the chosen one of the Keyblade. He fell to darkness by going through the dark portal. And so it went to Sora instead. But which is why Riku can take it from him in Hollow Bastion. Yeah. But then it decides that Sora's heart is stronger, so it goes to him. Yeah. But then none of this matters later on in the other games, because that's not how it works. Yeah. But it's just that's how he made it work then. Yeah, in KH1. Well, because it was like, in KH1, it's like, there's only one Keyblade. Well, even in KH1, there's two Keyblades, because there's the Keyblade made from the Princesses of Heart. That Riku has. Is that made from that? Yeah. This is made from the... The the one that he commits Sudoku with? Yep. Mm. It can unlock people's hearts, and it's made from the princesses of heart. Remember that? That's what they said? And that's mm. why its shape, like its hook, is shaped like a heart that's not completed. Because mm. Kyrie's heart wasn't a part of it. Mm. That's that's from Nomir himself. He just told me. He just oh, did yeah. it. He whispered it to me. Mm. He's very He's it. very shy. Yeah. He doesn't want to be on microphone. <laughs> to me, but it always just looks like a fire poker. Yeah, it does kind of look like a fire yeah. poker. But if you look at the at the hook, it's a heart shape that's missing just this part of the heart. Mm. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else they want to say about Kingdom Hearts 1? This has been a great discussion. Well, yeah. Well, you you were saying about the what ifs. You only said your what if. Oh, do you have a what if? Yeah. All right, let me have the what if. Well, I mean, like, while playing the game, I was like, what if, like, we never save Kyrie? Like, what if, like, you were, like... Like, what if you had never told... You know what I mean? Like, what if that never happened? Like, we wouldn't have no further games, probably. But, like, I mean, 
playing it, like, I was like, save her at Hollow Bastion, yeah, you mean? Yeah, oh, like, okay. what if... What if we yeah. did Sudoku? Yeah. The Keyblade into our heart? Yeah, like, what if that... Because, like, up until that point, I didn't know, like, what was going to happen. What I was like, what... Where does she play into this mm-hmm. type thing, you know? And I was like, what if it's nothing? Well, then... <laughs> I, I'm assuming that the, it would become typical anime and Sora and Riku would be frenemies forever. And right. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Well, like, wasn't Riku going to like kill Sora to get her heart anyways? Yeah. yeah. So her heart would have been released anyways, as far as that. Yeah, Not but if Sora could take him. I guess. I don't know. I just was playing it because we played it He's for too so OP, long. Though. I was just like, what if like her storyline like never came to fruition, mm. I guess? Possible. Like when I was playing that, I was like, "Gosh, this is taking like you know, so yeah. long." I'm like, "When are we actually going to get to like that?" I don't know, part yeah. of it. No, True. That's, that's, a, that's a good what if. That's yeah. a good what if. Does anybody else have any other what ifs? <clears throat> Sorry, I cut everybody's what ifs off. What if I did that? What if Beast just wasn't like overpowered as fuck and just like his his willpower was Beast just... strongest anime character. Of Honestly, all time. he just well, travels he worlds just... based off his pure will. Yeah, would Sora have been? Uh, he would have been alone, influenced enough to, right. to keep pushing. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. That's well, and, and Beast so carries works. him because you can't do like damage to the right. to the heartless. Yeah, but I mean, we all know you can just run through and they won't fight you. Right, right, but like <laughs> I didn't know that. We we I didn't know that. Yeah, we needed to XP up. Hmm. We need to gain some levels. Hmm. LVLs, you know? LVLs. Okay, what if Goofy <laughs> didn't know a freaking instant transmission? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He instant that, transmissions to save Sora. I think Sora would have got blasted by that dark Viagra. Or and then die. And die, yeah. There's more to Goofy, man. <laughs> I told you, he's a freaking sage. Goofy knows some shit, and he's got some powers that you're like... Hmm... Is Goofy the master of masters? Right. <laughs> yeah, I I think so too. <laughs> How was your world tour? Yuck. You know, he's like, oh, would that be funny if they were like, foy gooks, foy gooks? Yeah. What wouldn't it be funny if that that was the case? But they were like, oh, he's always talked like Goofy. You just couldn't hear him. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we heard him in in the Union Cross movie. We know he sounds like a normal Noctis. person. Yeah. What a conversation about Kingdom Hearts One. Does anybody else have anything they want to say about Kingdom Hearts One before we go? I'm gonna say great game. If you haven't played it before, you should play it. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. IGN. Tara says 10 out of 10. Jace? I have to give it a 9.5. No, fair enough. Fair <laughs> Jiminy enough. Cricket brings it down. Yeah. That, that's the thing that's aged the worst is Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Get that fucking hey, bug out of there. I feel like he has, he has less of a story than in fucking 3. I didn't even so know. So 3 is like a 9. I think 2 he has the biggest. 2 he's the most involved. Well, besides Recoded, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Recoded is like Jiminy Cricket the game. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. He just knows what to do. Right. Thank you, uh, Tara, for joining us today. No, oh, thank you. Thank you, Addison, Master of Masters, for gracing us with your presence today. We'll see you on uh, episode eighty-four. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you in episode eighty-four. Absolutely, I've got to disappear and be mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Thank you guys for listening, Jason. Thank you for being here as always. I wouldn't be anywhere else. Me neither. I'm I kind of have to, this to poop, actually. Ooh. Uh, but that's okay. Next week. 
We're going back to the lab, Jason. You know what that means? Back to the lab again? You know you know what that means? We're going back to the well. Uh-oh. The sleeping, th- sleeping Realm Theory has been updated. Oh, boy. Get ready next week for Sleeping Realm Theory Part 4. Oh, it's my It's coming God. at you. Wait, we had a Part 3? Yeah, we did three parts. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. It's a long-ass theory, dude. <laughs> Holy it's shit. Like, it's like a fucking dissertation. Well, I'm this is going to be like another sleep. two-parter because it's like we have to kind of go over like the basics of the actual theory. Okay, can you not drag me down? I just announced this cool episode for next week. I actually know what we're talking about next week, and then you want to, oh, it's going to be two episodes. Yeah, it might be three episodes. I don't know. It's our most successful podcast. We're milking we're gonna milk it. it. We're going to milk it. Like Luke Skywalker milking an alien for blue milk. Yeah. Or green milk. What color was the milk? Green. Milk? It was green. Blue. It was blue. I was going to say you guys are wrong. I'm colorblind, okay? Jason's colorblind. (laughs) And next week, we're also going to give him glasses that allow him to see color for the first time, and he's going to cry. So thank you guys for watching. Jason, it's been a long time, but I think we have to let Addison say it. That's true. Addison, hit him with it. No, 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 no. I've given up that. (laughs) Addison, you got to do it. People will riot if you don't. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll say it. All right, people. May your cars be your guiding key. Thank you.